0: From the heart of the Forest City, focusing on the biggest stories in London, this is the Craig Needles Podcast. Now here's your host, Craig Needles. It is the Craig Needles Podcast, which of course you can find at londonnewstoday.ca, classicrock981.com, and wherever you get your podcast. And as you may be able to hear, I've still got a little bit of a voice strain situation going on from some vocal cord damage I did to myself thanks to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm very happy that I have this vocal cord damage. I want to be clear. It should be better in a couple days, but I did want to get on the podcast today and chat about a news conference I was at at London City Hall that featured the mayor of London, Josh Morgan, uh, Kathy Burghardt-Jessen, Middlesex County Warden was there, uh, as were, and these were the people that I really wanted to talk to. Uh, minister Steve Clark was there, who, of course, is the Minister of Housing, and Monty McNaughton as well, who, of course, is the Labor Minister. He's got a bunch of other things in his title as well, but for the purpose of this conversation, he's also the uh, MPP for Lambton-Kent Middlesex and someone who's a cabinet minister. And the reason why I wanted to talk to them was they are discussing homelessness and poverty in the community They had an announcement saying hey we're gonna bump this up by eight million dollars this fund that we have to assist those who are dealing with homelessness in the community and that's great so that means that there is going to be a total of what is it a little over 20 million dollars i think that's that's very helpful from the province that is going to help the city of london that's what the mayor says that's what a lot of people associate with the city of london says great but this is why i was at the newser and these are the questions i felt needed to be asked and they need to be asked of every party by the way these conservatives happen to be the folks who are in power so today we're asking them if we're going to sit here and talk about helping people who are experiencing homelessness helping people who are experiencing poverty should we not be having a conversation about why ontario disability support program rates and why ontario works rates are so far below the poverty line shouldn't we be talking about that shouldn't that be a big part of the conversation let me give you some numbers before i play for you the exchange that i have with the minister today Here are some numbers from Ontario Dietitians in Public Health. They say, as of May of 2022, so this is nearly a year old. This number is going to be higher now. But as of May of 2022, feeding a family of four for a month cost $1,084. That's going to be what, $1,200 now probably? Just spitballing. Let's say it's $1,200 for the simplicity of math. As of last year, and these rates are now current, if you are a couple with two children, you would receive $1,501.50 per month if you are on Ontario Works. So I'm no mathematician, but let's just say it's $1,200 and then you have $1,501.50. Well, all of a sudden that leaves $300 for rent, food, clothing, bus passes, whatever it is. Leaves $300 a month for all that stuff. So even if you look at the May of 2022 number, it leaves 500 bucks for all that stuff. Not even, not even $500. So I wanted to ask Minister Steve Clark about that. Because and I keep coming back to this point on this podcast, wherever else you might hear me say it on Twitter, on the radio, you can pick one of two things. You can be serious about solving the poverty problem in this province or you can believe that Ontario Works, Ontario Disability Support Program rates are entirely too low and need to be fixed immediately. You have to pick one of those two things. You can be serious or you can think that ODSP rates and OW rates are fine the way they are. Now the government has chosen to not be serious. They have made a specific and clear decision to not be serious about this problem. And I think that is to the detriment of everybody in this province. I really do believe that. Could you imagine being on Ontario Works, single person, receiving a maximum of $733 per month to cover basic needs? Where are you going to find a place to live that gives you $700, that's for less than $733 a month right now? Where does that exist in London? The answer is quite simply, quite specifically, it does not exist. Magical, faraway lands, perhaps you can rent a place for less than $733 per month, hypothetically, but not in Ontario, certainly not in London, doesn't exist. So I don't understand how they think that could cover basic necessities if one of the things is in lowest of basic necessities is a place to live. Here is my exchange with Steve Clark, the Minister of Housing and Municipal Affairs, in regards to what the government actually needs to be doing for folks who are on ODSP in Ontario Works. Uh, we're here talking about homelessness, we're talking about poverty. Uh, let's talk about Ontario Works and ODSP rates, which are currently sitting at $1,500 a month for a couple of two kids on Ontario Works. Ontario dietitians estimate it costs about $1,082 a month to feed a family of four. That's as of last year, that number's higher now. Are Ontario Works rates high enough? Over here, talking about poverty, let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know I, know, I know the government, We uh, we made a a a conscious decision to provide an increase in ODSP rates. I know Minister Parsa, who's my former um, Associate Minister of Housing, knows full well the impact of uh, of what we've done in our ministry and, and and we've made a historic decision as a government to uh, to tie future increases uh, on based on CPI understand that people are struggling we've tried to put money back in their pockets uh, uh, in terms of uh, a number of measures uh, whether it be gas tax whether it be some of the other uh, changes we've made to uh, to some of the other fees and charges uh, again we're taking this as an all-a government approach so it's just not one measure um, you know I advocated for or some dollars that are going to help our most vulnerable. Uh, it is going to open up uh, housing opportunities for uh, for people who are less fortunate, in- including people who are on OW and, and ODSP, and and that's part of what I do in my ministry is uh, look at options with our municipal partners to provide better capacity. But you know I understand the challenges, I understand the economy, uh, and and the fact that people are struggling out there. We're trying as a government in each ministry to work together and be connected. So those housing
0: opportunities mentioned, they're going to cost less than $500 a month because that's what left over after
1: groceries a lot. Yeah again uh, you know the service manager here has done a tremendous job working within our community housing system which includes uh, rent geared to income units. I've been in London a number of times uh, over my tenure as uh, as minister and really looked at uh, the projects that the that the community both here in London and in in the county are doing. So yeah there's there are options um, the best uh, question. $500 a month options? Well, that's that's up to the county. So I provide the dollars. I provide the dollars uh, to them as MPP Flack and MPP McNaughton have said, we're now up to $21 million an $8 million increase uh, year over year. So I, again, I'm, I'm not gonna hold uh, uh, the service manager accountable. They're gonna make a decision on that extra 8 million that meets the needs of both the county and the city, so that's up to them. Couldn't we just
0: raise ODSP and OW rates so they're somewhere near the poverty line, though? Couldn't that help? us?
1: You know, again, we've 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 we made a decision as a government to increase the rates. Yeah, but not the line. Uh, Yeah, so so you know, again, I, I'm I'm trying to help uh, in my way uh, with the extra two hundred two million dollars, and I know it's going to go a long way to help the people that you're advocating for.
0: As you can hear, my questions got cut off, uh, but the point. I think still stands, and I want to add something to the point that you may have heard this week, and I posted a story about it at londonnewstoday.ca. The board for the Middlesex On Health Unit has decided that they are going to write a letter to the province saying, hey, you know what? These rates are too low, and it's causing a public health issue. These rates are not high enough. They need to increase. Good for the board. Good for Matthew Reed. Good for Councillor Skylar Frank and the other folks on the board for saying, hey, this is a problem. We need to call it out. We need to name it. We need to tell the people responsible. You've got to be better. And they've done that. And that's good. So I decided to ask Monty McNaughton about that, who of course represents or a portion of his writing includes people who live in Middlesex County where the board of health has said, hey, you know what? This is a public health issue. And here is my exchange with Monty McNaughton. Minister, uh, the Middlesex London Health Unit board has written a letter to your government that you'll receive, I believe, next week, saying that low social assistance rates have become a public health issue in Middlesex County. Do you agree with that? Do you think it is a public health issue that those rates are where they are, and do you think that you should be advocating within the caucus to be changing
2: those rates to raise them higher? Well, we took a, a major step to increase uh, ODSP rates.
0: Right, but even the current rates, they say, need to be higher because it's a public health issue.
2: Look, um, you know, I, I can just speak to to what I've done through my ministry. I mean, we increased the minimum wage to sixteen dollars and fifty-five cents uh, an hour, uh, starting on October the first uh, this summer. We're going to be coming forward with uh, a plan to bring uh, affordable benefits to millions of workers that don't have health, dental or vision benefits today. We'll actually be the first in all of North America to bring forward this plan, so that's going to be about lifting a lot of people up who don't have coverage today. And then I would say our focus on just really helping people on social assistance find uh, meaningful jobs. Uh, we know there's 850,000 people on social assistance and I've been like very blunt in the past, they've been forgotten about by governments of all stripes. I agree with that. And we're really focusing on transforming the system, getting them those practical supports that they need, uh, training, I mean, if you're on social assistance today, uh, we will give you uh, up to $28,000 to get trained, all of the training, is 12 months or less. And out of that 28,000, um, you can uh, get childcare, you can help pay for rent, um, you know, training programs, or all other supports that they need. So that's really our focus. And the early results are good, where we've transformed the employment Ontario system the three regions, 23,000 people in 18 months have left social assistance and are now uh, in a job, which is great news. So I, I know
0: you're mentioning, from this from a Minister of Labour perspective, but from an MPP for Lambton-Kent Middlesex perspective, when the health board in Middlesex County says, social assistance rates are a public health issue do you agree with that yes or no? well i would say that's one of the
2: reasons why we move forward with the increase in in odsp rates i mean that was the largest in in a generation look i I think there's a lot of work to be done uh, around this uh, whole issue today's uh, an important step to uh, raise uh, money to to fight homelessness and the work we're doing to provide supports and lift people up to get them into meaningful jobs is also a step as well as a five percent increase in odsp there's more to do though
0: I just feel as though if we were making a list of people who are serious about the poverty problem and about the homelessness problem and about the food insecurity problem in the province of Ontario, that list can exclusively include people who understand and point to social assistance rates as being part of the problem. So, or not even a part of the problem, a significant part of the problem the biggest part of the problem. So congratulations to Matthew Reed, congratulations to Scholar Frank, everyone else on the Middlesex London Health Unit Board for joining us as being on the group of people who have decided to be serious about the poverty and homelessness issue in the province of Ontario by acknowledging that social assistance rates are far too low and this, to be clear, goes back long before Doug Ford took office. You want to hang this on Kathleen Wynne? You want to hang this on Dalton McGinty? I will join you. I'll be part of that too. Name a health minister in the very same time. You want to say that, hey, this is a Deb Matthews problem because she had a seat at the table and she didn't do anything about it. I will happily join you with that criticism. I'll be right there with you. So this is not about me going after the conservatives. In fact, I'll do you one better. So I mentioned that those counselors and other folks are on the people list of people who are taking this particular problem seriously. If we base this off of platforms in the 2022 provincial election campaign, the following members of provincial parliament are on the list of people who are taking the poverty problem in Ontario seriously. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read them all right now. This might be boring, but just give me a second to read the, the entire list. Mike Schreiner. Oh wait, that's it, I read the entire list. No provincial party during the 2022 election campaign took this issue seriously enough except for the Greens. They're the only ones. This is not about me going after the Conservatives. This is not about me going after Steve Clark or Monty McNaughton or Rob Flack or anybody else. This is about how people in this province are suffering because these rates have essentially been stagnant for, what, 25 years? If you look at the rate in comparison where the poverty line is, this rate is far below the poverty line, as you heard me say to the minister, it's true. That That's what this is about. This is about people who are suffering, and we have had successive provincial governments of people who don't seem to care about that. The fact that it's impossible to cover rent and basic needs for $730 a month or whatever the hell it is. Uh, No one cares about that at Queen's Park. They don't. No one in the Progressive Conservative Caucus. And hey, maybe the Liberals are gonna think differently. And maybe the New Democrats are gonna think differently and realize how badly they screwed this issue up in the 2022 campaign. Here's hoping, but geez. It would be nice if we had people who took this seriously. And we don't even have enough people who take this seriously locally is something I'll say. Now we got folks who are coming around. Remember, I was very, very critical when Matt Brown was mayor of the mayor's advisory panel on poverty for not highlighting this issue as the biggest problem that people who are dealing with poverty in the city of London are facing. I was very critical of that. I stand by that criticism. That criticism was accurate. But I note that a lot of folks are coming on board with me on this. Even people who are mad at me when I said that at the time, they know I was right. They know that I was correct. And it wasn't just me. It was poverty advocates all over the city, all over the province who were saying the same stuff. I wasn't, I'm not sitting here and telling you to everybody, but Craig was wrong. That's not how I feel. There were a lot of folks who felt the same way, but more and more people are coming around to this realization. Do you think there are too many people sleeping on the streets in the downtown core? Do you think there are too many people who are in and out of the criminal justice system? Do you think there are too many people who are stealing from cars or whatever it happens to be? Too many people asking for money at intersections in London? Do you think that's all those problems are accurate? I think that there's too many folks doing all those things. You know what the big problem is? Social assistance does jack shit for them, if anything. That's the problem. You think there are too many people going to the food bank? Yeah, so do I. Social assistance does jack shit for those people too. You can either acknowledge that and be a serious person like I'm being, or you can stick your head in the sand and pretend like there isn't a problem here like you're a member of the Provincial Progressive Conservative Caucus. You can pick which side you want to be on. I strongly suggest you join my side. I strongly suggest you realize this is one of the biggest problems if not the biggest problem facing the province right now it's that or housing and i talked about that with the minister as well that or housing are the biggest problems facing the province right now so you can either get on board and realize this and be serious or you can pretend like you're doing stuff to help people who are facing poverty but not actually doing anything because you haven't touched social assistance rates and that's what this government's chosen to do they've chosen to pretend They've chosen to live in a dream world where social assistance rates are fine the way they are. And I will tell you right now, they are not a very quick look at the rate card would tell you that they are not. And the September of 2022 rate card, which we heard Monty McNaughton and we heard Steve Clark tell us, oh yeah, it's better. They're right, it is better, but it's not even close to good enough, friends. Not even in the ballpark of being good enough. $733 a month. No one can live on $733 a month. No one can come even close to that. ODSP, 1200 bucks, $1228 a month. Sorry, not happening. This is someone on ODSP who has a disability, doesn't have an ability to get a job or doesn't have the ability to work full time, whatever it happens to be. And we're saying here's 1200 bucks a month. That's what we're gonna do. That's pathetic. That's stuff that people should be losing sleep over. And I don't, honestly, if it were me and I were deciding to keep social assistance rates this low, I would not sleep well at night. I would have a very, very hard time putting my head down on the pillow, knowing the suffering that the government has created under my watch and feel okay with it. And this goes back several governments again. If I will mark Michael Parsa, the Minister of Children, Community and Social Services, I don't think I'd be able to sleep very well at night. If I were Charmaine Williams, the Associate Minister for Women's Social and Economic Opportunity, uh, I would sleep poorly every night because of the suffering that I know I'm passing on to the people of this province because of how terrible these social assistance rates are. Doug Ford, same deal. And let me tell you right now, Kathleen Wynne shouldn't be sleeping easy either. Dalton McGinty shouldn't be sleeping easy either. Neither of them. Because this is pathetic. And I'm glad that the health board has decided they're going to step up and say something. Kudos to them. The province better listen. We'll wrap up the Craig Needles podcast there. Short episode, but hopefully it's one that gets people going because this is, quite frankly, abhorrent, these rates. Not even close to good enough. And these ministers were in town today, they were talking about poverty talking about homelessness if you're going to talk about those things you better be ready to talk about social assistance too because this is pathetic what this government has put out there for us and governments before it but this is pathetic the craig needles podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts or classic rock 981.com and at londonnewstoday.ca we'll talk to you on friday for the roundtable
2: the craig needles podcast is a presentation of the blackburn media podcast network